Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Hello and welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human Podcast. I am your host, Jen Rulon, or some of you may know me as Coach Jen. Today's guest is Zico Powell, and how we connected is I got to be on his podcast. And I have an amazing virtual assistant who paired me with a whole bunch of incredible podcasters that I feel like me being on their podcast, I have to give back in return that they are now being on mine. And I think Zico has such an amazing story. He has such amazing knowledge just about weight loss approach, about metabolic efficiency, and we're going to get more into that. So today, I want to welcome you, Zico. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. So give my followers... I say a one-minute elevator speech, but how about a two-minute elevator speech? Because your story is pretty incredible. You're killing me here, Jen, because I love to talk about myself. So I can talk about myself forever, but let's, let's, <laughs> let's see if I can do this in about two minutes or so. Right? So, of course, you know, you already know Rado, Zico, Powell. Everybody knows me as Zico. And I, my weight loss story is a little different than most people. I grew up in Jamaica where we were underweight, right? A lot of Jamaicans are underweight because we don't eat as much as, let's say, people in the U.S., or in developed countries. So when I moved to the US, I was 116 pounds at five foot 11. So then I, but I, later on, I discovered weight training. I started eating more. Then my weight would fluctuate because I hear about bulk and I hear about dirty bulk. So I would dirty bulk that I would do insane amount of cardio and then lose the weight, get ready for summer. It was a constant cycle, but I wasn't really getting real results. It was like I was either one side of the spectrum or the other side of the spectrum. Then I started running races and running like marathons. I got a lot into that, something that Jet and I have connected on, right? So, but fast forward later on when I got into my 30s, I realized something that even though I was fit, I was never truly healthy. And that's the distinction a lot of people that drive theirs to being fit and being healthy because I still had asthma issues, I had eczema issues, my metabolic health wasn't great. I was either doing insane amounts of cardio or I was dirty bulking. I, I didn't have a really good fix with metabolism that we're going to talk about later. So one day after, because I used to have to leave work because I thought, oh, I'll go home and I'm dizzy. I'm, you know, my, whenever the allergy season come up, I mean, it would hit me hard. I can barely breathe. My asthma, all this stuff's happening. And it wasn't related to activity. You know, some people can work out their asthma a little way. That wasn't me because I've been working out all my life, all my adult life. So then I, when the doctor gave me pills, I said, hey, doc, okay, I'm tired of all this. You put me all this medication. Is there something I can do outside of this? And he couldn't tell me much. So then I started reading books from like Dr. Stephen Gundry and Dr. Mark Hyman. This is a podcast my Ben, that's Ben Greenfield and so on and so forth. Ah, uh, Ben Greenfield. I love that guy. So when I learned, all, uh, learned that stuff, I started implementing it in my life. And fast forward now, I'm 40 years old. I'm off all my medication, been off all my medications for years. My eczema doesn't bother me. My asthma doesn't bother me. I'm metabolically flexible and metabolically healthy, which we'll talk about later. And I am at the highest level of my health 
than, than I ever been in. That's incredible. And uh, you did pretty good. We almost, you know, it was almost three minutes, but that's okay. You got to it. You got to it. And I love that. And, and gosh, you're right with being 5'11 and what did you say? 116 pounds. 16 pounds. You were a beanpole. And of course, at that height and that weight, of course, you probably did really well in the endurance you know, with the marathons and half marathons and stuff. But then you probably started realizing, like you said, you were healthy. Maybe you're fit, but you, there's something, there was something missing for sure. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Like, were there health struggles that you grew up with, even though being from Jamaica, like we, you didn't eat like w- the, the United States people did? Was there health struggles? Yeah, definitely. There, there are a few health issues that are common in Jamaica. And um, those were like asthma, brown titus, which I had. I had rather the asthma within the brown titus. I had epilepsy at one point as well. I shouldn't even be alive today if I'm being honest with you. Cardiovascular disease, um, but that's more towards the end of stage of life, not ours for younger people. But high blood pressure, which is what's connected to cardiovascular disease that may cause it the problem that we have. I've never ever seen Jen, these memes uh, of like Jamaicans, how we're always angry. And so we're, we're very angry people and we, nobody knows why. Like we're just naturally angry people. And that's the, the connection between why our blood pressure is always so high, which by the way, now my blood pressure is the best it's ever been. Because when I was in my 20s and I was extremely fit, my blood pressure was still way too high for my age. It was unbelievable. Where the nurse was like, you may want to quit your job because you're really, your blood pressure is really high. But that's a different conversation for a different day. But those were the big things that I've had to overcome that genetically I had to deal with. All right. Let's talk about the weight loss and why do most weight loss approaches fail? So that's connected to part of my story, right? Because what I once I decided to start studying health and then started to get my certifications, I wanted to work with people. So initially I started working in a gym because I studied fitness and fitness nutrition. So I started working at a gym and I realized that it was like, I guess you want to call it an epidemic, right? Where it was like, people think, was thinking the same way I used to think. You know, you cut your calories, do a bunch of cardio, you lose all the weight. But when it's bulking time, you bulk. Well, what they don't tell you is that if you're bulking and you're just eating whatever you want, first of all, you're damaging the health. You are um, causing all the health issues. It may be raising your cholesterol unnecessarily, especially your LDL. Can you tell people what LDL is? So essentially we're looking at, there are two types of traditionally um, cholesterol. There's HDL and LDL. And LDL is considered your bad cholesterol. So when you get tested, you want your HDL to be higher and your LDL to be lower. Now, my carnivore friends may completely disagree with me, but that's not a conversation that I'm not going to get into today. However, (laughs) (laughs) you're causing so many health issues by this back and forth diet. And when people get to the point where they're saying, hey, I want to lose weight. I don't want to keep it off. They don't know how because they're thinking, okay, I'm just going to cut my calories and do all this working out. But that doesn't work because the only way to truly lose weight and keep it off is to to have a healthy metabolism that we're going to talk about in a little bit. But when I was in the gym, I was realized that people never really focus on that because they said, you know what? Let me try keto. Let me try this diet. Let me do this diet. And then they'll go back to their regular way of eating and then they'll gain all the weight back. And they say, oh, keto is crap. No, keto is not crap. Keto can be used when it needs to be used. So there's a, a lack of knowledge around weight loss, weight management. And that's what I, I, I thrive to bring to my people. 
Beautiful, beautiful. So everyday healthy human, a person that, you know, my followers are maybe in that 35 to 55 age group, sort of like just really wanting to be the best version of their lives for our next 50 years, right? That's how, that's sort of how I'm looking at it. So what can people like my age, I mean, I'm 51, what can we start doing and how can we start tracking to be the best version of our lives through metabolic approach? So the first thing I always say to individuals is you have to define that. Like, what is a better version of yourself? What does that look like for you? I can't tell you that. Jen can't tell you that. Another coach can't tell you that. You have to figure that out. Like, I was talking to one of my friends and he told me about, we're talking about knowing your why. And he said to me, oh, this shows common sense. And I said, no, first of all, it's not common sense because most people don't know their why, including you. Because if you knew your why, you would be consistent. So knowing your why is not the cliche people. It's a true thing. I always say, ask yourself why until you can't ask yourself why anymore. That's just how I look at it. For example, let's say about work. You know, you say, I want to, I want to get good grades in school. Why? I want to get good grades because I want to get, I want to get into a good college. Why? So I can get into law school. Why? So I can become a lawyer. Why? So I can become, um, you know, partner at the firm. Why? So I can live a good life. Why? So I can provide for my family. And then you just keep asking yourself, why until you get to it? Because a lot of times when you get to, okay, so you can provide for your family, so you can be there for your children. You can't really ask yourself why. Another way I look at it is that if you were to float above your body, you're lifeless and you look down on yourself. So when I talk about health and fitness, the first thing is you got to know what does that mean to you? Does that mean you want to have more energy to play with your children? Does that mean that you want to be a better husband or a better wife? Does that mean you just want to be able to travel the world and do whatever you want? You know, what does that really mean? Does that mean you no longer want to, you no longer want to live in fear of what's the next thing's going to happen? Because I've had people talk to me and say, I'm trying to live my life now because I don't know five years if I'm going to be able to do the same things I'm doing now. If you know your why, you will start taking yourself now or taking care of yourself now. So later on, you don't, you, you don't have to worry about what's going to happen later on. Like me, I love myself. Always tell people, short of me getting hit by a bus, there's nothing stopping me from being the top of everything that I do, right? And even if I get hit by a bus, I'll figure a way to, to, to take care of what Exactly. I, if I'm in a wheelchair, I'll do what I got to do. And that's my why. That's what drives me. Yes, you can bring a person to the gym with you. Yes, you can run with somebody, work out with you. But what are you going to do if that person's not around anymore? It's good to have someone to motivate you from time to time. That is true. But we know that motivation is temporary. It's about getting consistent. And you cannot get consistent without you know you why. When I wake up in the morning, I want to lift some heavy stuff. I want to go for a run. I want to go for a swim. I, 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 every day I have to do something that just makes me feel amazing. When I pick up my guitar and play it, you know, those, I enjoy my life and I have a lot of energy in, even though I'm 40 years old, and I'm sure Jen, Jen um, has experienced the same thing, you feel, feel amazing. So you need to know your why. That's number one. What does that mean to you? I know that's a little bit of a rant, but that's very, I'm very passionate about it. That's okay. I get it. Because I, I'll talk to my athletes about that same thing. Like, sure, you want to do an Ironman, and I get it, but why do you want to do an Ironman? And it's like, because getting up at 4.30, Monday through Friday, is not enjoyable for everybody. 
And that's what you may have to do if you have a nine to five. You may have to do a workout in the morning. You may have to work and you may have to do a workout in the evening and you got to figure out that why. 100%. Good note. Good note. Yeah. You look at someone that's been consistent and someone who hasn't, it's always comes down to them knowing your, your why. I love to watch motivational stuff. I just watched Arnold's uh, three-part documentary on Netflix, by the way. It's not a doc- this is not a commercial for MFY because he's not paying me any money. But I just watched his documentary. He should. I know, right? And then I before that, I watched Derek Jeter's documentary. I watched Michael Jordan's uh, documentary as well um, as Stan, right? And the one thing that stood out with all these greats or any great which you watch a documentary on they always know their why. They always know when they get up, I'm going to do this and nobody's going to stop me. They may have different approaches to it, but they know it's in their mind, this is what they're going to come. They don't wait for somebody else to tell them, okay, honey, let's go. Let's go to the gym or, hey, let's go do this. Because there are so many great sport players, basketball, football, whatever, who have never excelled to the point of greatness in, in, in sport. Even though they've been I'm sure they've been basketball players more talented than LeBron, more talented than Michael Jordan. But if you talk, if you just watch Michael Jordan's story, he was he would get up early every morning and practice. And if he had a good game, he would sleep in an extra hour. If he had a bad game, he would get up an extra hour. Yeah, I mean, look at Tom Brady. I mean, I know he's retired, but that guy was fit for what? How old was he? Forty when he retired. Right. And even my second podcast on the Everyday Healthy Human is my why about why I started doing the Ironman triathlon. Now, I have two whys. My first why is on the podcast. My second why, I actually wrote a TEDx talk about it. It's important. It's important. You got to know. I love it. I love it. So then let's talk about. So the first thing was the why. Second thing. Second thing. Okay. And I had to really talk about the why for a while because that's way more important than people actually understand because once you know that the next step is that you got to start figuring out what you're going to do next right now that may be hire a coach however it may be but you got to figure out what's the next thing you're going to do you have to have a plan like i said with all these greats they all have a plan and most of them have a coach or multiple coaches right so you got to have a plan that's the next thing but Let's talk, let's talk about the everyday man, right? So the everyday man says, you know what? I want to have more energy. Hey, I want to lose weight. Weight loss cannot be your goal. I'm going to say it again. Weight loss cannot be your goal. Because if that's your goal, you're going to struggle for the rest of your life. Your goal should be to be as healthy as you can. The human body is designed, and this is something that people didn't know when I was working in the gym. The human body is designed to build muscle, burn fat, slow down the aging process, lower inflammation. These are things that the body naturally does. However, if you're if you are unhealthy, your body can't do what it's supposed to do. When I train, my body my body creates inflammation as a response. But then how I eat afterward helps my body respond to that inflammation and lower that inflammation. But if I eat in a way where I'm actually creating more inflammation, and guess what? I'm not going to heal well. I'm not going to build muscle well. I'm not going to burn fat well, right? So you have to have a plan. You have to take the long approach and say, look, I'm going to do this. But my goal here is making my body as healthy as I possibly can. Now, that let's throw away calories because I swear the people that talk about calories and all the calories when I rise to power, 
these people are going to be fuming. Hey, hey, that. hey. I talk about calories. Hey, I talk about calories. <laughs> I talk about calories. I don't only talk about calories. That's how I get. So let's talk about that. So calories are important, but you can only cut your calories so far. What you need to do is get your body to the point that is trained to, to do what it's supposed to do. And that's what we're going to talk about next, which is metabolic flexibility, right? Perfect. So yes. Our body has enzymes. And our body uses enzymes to break down fat, break down protein, and break down carbs. However, you have to have the right balance of these enzymes to do those things, right? So, for example, in the natural normal, most people, when you eat a high-carb diet, your body is going to create more enzymes to break down carbs. When you eat a high-fat diet, your body is going to create more enzymes to break down fat. But this is what the body does. The body says, you know what? You're not feeding me a lot of carbs. So I don't need to know how to break down carbs. I need to break down fat because that's what you're feeding, which is why someone who goes on keto can then say, okay, I can start burning fat and burning fat for energy and they'll run on fat, no problem whatsoever. But they don't eat enough carbs. So when they later on decide, you know what, I'm going to add carbs back into my diet, then what happens? Their body says, oops, I don't have enough amylase, so I can't break down the carbs very well. So, because I can't break down the carbs very well, your body's going to more like a story until it develops the mechanism to break down the carbs well. And I'm sure, and I'm sure you, Jen, have seen it. Clients have come to me who've been on keto for years. I'm not bashing keto, by the way. Oh right. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. But I've had many clients who've come to me over the years who have been on keto and long-term fasting and all that stuff. But they're like, I, every time I eat carbs, I get bloated. I don't feel well. And I was like, yes, because you, you were on keto for too long. Same thing, let's say someone who's eating low-protein diet, and they've been like 30 grams or 40 grams of protein all their lives, and then you try to tell them to eat 100 grams of protein a day, which is like 100 grams of protein is like two meals. And you're like, right. 100 grams of protein, <laughs> and their body's like, oh my God, they, they feel bloated, they feel sick, they don't feel, because you know why? Your body lost the enzyme to break down the protein. So the next thing right. is you have to have a plan. You have to have a plan to understand, how am I going to train my body? To do that, which we're going to get to that, of course, at the end of the conversation. The next thing I want to talk about is you got to talk about it from a health standpoint. You cannot, and this is why my show is a weight management show. If you want to manage your weight, you have to focus on your body's ability to lower inflammation. You have to be able to lower stress levels. Every health expert now talks about meditation and mindfulness and prayer. Ben Greenfield talked about it, I remember a couple of years ago. He, there's, I think it was a study where he said that people who go to church actually live longer, right? And he, uh, and he connected that with their belief and their lower stress levels because they always, because, you know, most people or church believe something is going to work out. Something is going to happen. They don't get as stressed out as normal person. I mean, don't quote me on this. Right. I phrase a little bit, but that's kind of where he was getting that with. People who have a belief of something bigger than themselves and higher than themselves. Like, you know, so stress um, and then now, and stress is like inflammation. You can't ignore it, but you can train how you're going to respond to it. How do you start? And give you about a quick example. Quick example. The first thing that in the morning usually is the alarm. Eh, eh, eh. You get up, you got to hurry up, you got to go, you got to, you know, make breakfast with the kids and you got to do this. And I got to hurry up and get to work and I got to run out of the door. I get the traffic. 
if you live in Orlando like me, everybody drives like five miles an hour. So you'd be honking in traffic. Then you get in, you got to log in. Then you get to work. You see your boss. I don't want my boss to see me slacking off. Or I'm still over here and I'm stressed out because I, this guy's going to talk to me. This girl's going to talk to me. I don't feel like dealing with him. They're getting on my freaking nerves. Like all this stuff, all that stuff is stress because you, from the moment you wake up, your body thinks that you're being attacked. You're creating inflammation. You're wrapping up your cortisol levels. Those things are now you're damaging your health. Every disease in the world is connected to chronic inflammation. You talk about Hashimoto's, you talk about thyroid problems. You go and look it up. I challenge you, go and look it up. It's connected to chronic inflammation and stress and diet are so key in that. Now there's so many other factors that's involved in it, but you have to have a plan. So it's knowing your why, working on the nutrition piece, which are the gut enzymes, but also the lifestyle piece. And you got to put those all together. 100%. I love that. The why, the nutrition, and the lifestyle piece. That's beautiful. Let's talk about the product that we discussed a little bit about, something called, it's called Lumen, L-U-M-E-N. And I have been given this as an influencer, and I've been playing around with it for the last three months because I'm trying to figure out when I'm burning fat, when I'm burning carbohydrates. And it's such a great tool to have. But I think you can explain a little bit better and we'll we'll put the information below. We'll put our code and all that fun stuff. Essentially, the goal is this. Whenever you are not stressed, meaning that you don't have high levels of activity, you should be burning fat for energy. When you sleep, you should be burning mostly fat for energy. Not always because you're adding ketosis. is not the goal, but mostly fat for energy. When you're resting, I'm sitting here talking to the beautiful general beer. I should, I'm burning fat for energy. When you're on couch watching Netflix or watching TV, you should be burning fat for energy. Now, the whole price behind Lum Lumen is that what the research showed that when they tested people with healthy metabolism and unhealthy metabolism, and when they tested them, they realized the people that people that were overweight, they had unhealthy metabolism. And weight is not the only factor, by the way. But they realized that when they tested them after they woke up from their sleep, they were burning carbs or energy. They were not burning fat. People with healthy metabolism or the quote-unquote regular weight were primarily burning um, fat for energy when they wake up. So they said, hmm, that's a factor. Okay? They're realizing that when you're supposed to be burning fat for energy, you're burning carbs for energy. So that, so what Lumen does is Lumen looks, there's a breathalyzer. You blow into it and it reads the CO2 level in your breath. The whole idea behind that is the more, the faster your body goes through the Krebs cycle, the more CO2 your body produces, which means that you're burning more carbs because your body primarily burns carbs easier than it burns fat for energy. That's why you need carbs when you're stressed or you're doing a high types of workout and stuff like that. So when you, you blow into lumen, when you wake up, usually about 15 minutes or so after, it tells you if you're primarily burning fat or carbs. And then, then at that point, their nutritionists give you a guide of how you should eat for that day. So it's not a diet. It's not like you're going to eat like this forever. It's based on if are you primarily burning fat, you're primarily burning carbs. So somebody, say somebody comes from keto, they're probably going to get more carbs to eat because their body needs to learn to burn carbs. Right. Somebody who, who's been eating a lot of carbs all their life and they can't burn fat well, they're going to get more fat and then Numa is going to slowly introduce more fat into their diet. 
Now, the whole idea is this. Eventually, if you're on the fat side of things, you're going to get better. You're going to get better at burning carbs. If you're on the carb side, you're going to get better at burning um, burning fat. So you get to that middle, which is by flexibility. Because when your metabolism is flexible, when you're resting, you're burning fat. But when you're going to crush a workout or you're going to, you know, go to Disney and walk for like, you know, 20,000 miles. 20,000 steps. Yeah. <laughs> right. You may need a little more carbs in your life. Or if you're talking to me, because I stress people out. You may need some carbs in your life too, right? But in general, you want to have that flexible metabolism. And, and that's why I say your focus can't be weight loss. Your focus is to heal that metabolism. Get that metabolism to be healthy. And Lumen is a fantastic tool in getting you to that step. They also add in the amount of protein you should eat as well. Because the more, because as they add the, the protein to your diet, that helps you. Now, what, something else that's cool with Lumen is that they have a group, I think it's like 30 or 40,000 people in there now on Facebook once you purchase the product. And you have a few group experts there. And, you know, if I'm, I'm one that's- Such I'm, as yourself. I'm not as active as I used to be, but, you know, more people join, hey, I might jump back on. But, you know, then they ask questions, hey, how should I work out? They ask about, hey, you know, what, I, I'm having this problem putting my relationship together, the, the happening guidance here. Hey, do you have any problems in having guidance on improving my sleep quality? Hey, do you have any, pro- have any guidance on improving stress? Like we have all these conversations. Someone said, you know, I'm at a sticking point fasting. Am I fasting too much? So we don't just have you low into something and then it gives you a number. We also have people that guide you along with the nutrition. That is true. So we combine everything. We combine the Oshashu, we actually did they. They combine the nutrition piece along with the lifestyle piece. So you can really get your results. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, for me, because I was such a carbohydrate burning person for so many years, finally, I'm I'm getting I'm getting down to the fat burning, you know, um, a little bit better than I was with a carb, because I think you explained it beautifully like that was that makes sense to me now. It's like, oh, my God, why am I not burning fat? Why am I not burning fat? But I think for so many years in my triathlon space, I burned the carbs, right? And now I'm finally doing a lot better. I don't eat as many carbs and I'm doing more of the fat and higher protein and fasting. But then I also do intuitive eating and because that's just how I have to do life now. Where can listeners find you online, Zico? Your boys, they were all over the internet. You can look for me. Just Google he my is, name. Zico it's Pollard. awesome. Show up, right? You know, it's, it's nice to be that famous these days. It's nice, but. Seriously, you just all you gotta do is just go to my YouTube, um, the matter over my experience, or you Google my name, Norado Zico Power of YouTube. Um, I believe Jay's gonna put it in the description. Of I my- will put it all in the show notes. Exactly. Yep. I have short six, eight minute videos talking about specific topics like uh, intermittent fasting, keto. I just released one on the uh, tips to to lose weight, what people don't tell you, and then I have interviews do with Jen, which I know this is coming out, but maybe by then. Her and our video is going to be out as well. That sounds great. What uh, I have one final thought for you. What's the one final thought that you could give my followers about how to start their own transformation and become their own beautiful butterfly? Become a beautiful butterfly. Well, I'm not a beautiful butterfly yet. I mean, I'm I'm a butterfly. Yeah, you are. I'll let beautiful is the word. You're beautiful. uh, Mm -hmm. It makes me feel all nice and gooey and stuff. Um, There you go. To be honest, it really, I can't say much other than knowing where to start and knowing your why and knowing your why, focus on your health. And uh, 
last thing I want to say, actually, we're going to say this, because we talk about epigenetics, which is the lifestyle changes that you make. We have a lot more science now that shows that the, the lifestyle changes, the epigenetic piece is a lot larger than what you inherit, your genetic piece. So just keep in mind that some people say 85% to 25, some say 95 to 5, some, I'm sorry, 85 to 15, sorry, my math was off, 75 to 25, so on and so forth. But whatever the number is, we know that that's bigger. And I'm a prime example of that. Everybody in my family still struggle with asthma. My 18-year-old cousin just got um, diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And I'm the healthiest person in my entire family, and I'm one of the oldest. And I'm the only one that's not on any medication whatsoever. Now, I'm hoping that we have to change their lives, but you know, I can't, I, I can't tell people what to do. This is something we may have to talk about next episode for, with each other, but you have the growth mindset. Yes. You have the growth mindset. I have the growth mindset. And I think that can help people become a better version of themselves. But we'll talk about that at another time. But I think what you said beautifully is, is finding that why, fi- really digging deep. And if you have any questions about that, please reach out to myself. P- please reach out to, to Zico. We are around. We are on the gram. We are on YouTube. And you guys, if or I shouldn't say you guys, like that's my Midwest coming out. I should say if y'all are looking, uh, loving the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, we would love for you to rate, subscribe, share the episode, and leave a comment. Because down in Costa Rica, maybe Zico, you know this, we say Pura Vida. <laughs> Ciao.